today we're being joined by potential AFLW AFLW draftee Charlie Adamson. Charlie, thanks for coming on. Pleasure. Thank you for having me. All right. So tell us a bit about yourself. What got you into footy and what type of player you are? Yeah. So I'm probably a bit of a unlikely um, footy player. So I ventured over to footy from soccer at the end of last year, so December. Yep. Um, I guess for just to yeah, just to give it a crack, really, kind of fell into my hands. I didn't really play a lot of school sport in school just because of my soccer contracts and not wanting to to risk injury. But all my mm. friends came to me in, in grade 12 and said that they were going to play AFL for a bit of fun. And I thought, mm. why not? My family's never watched it, never played it, don't support anyone. So, yeah, thought I'd just give it a crack. I guess I was just worried I'd get a little bit of FOMO. Um, <laughs> yeah, so did that and then... Happened to get in touch with the Suns, um, yeah, and they ended up coming to a few school games and and gave me the opportunity to to join their Suns Academy, which was very cool. Um, mm. So I decided to give that a crack, and then yeah, I was meant to go to America in January. I got a scholarship over there for soccer, so yeah. family made a bit of a a big sacrifice to decide not to go and to stay here and. Mm give AFL a good go. So was able to go through the Suns Academy um, under Sam Isles, who's an exceptional coach. I'm sure he wanted to tear his hair out a few times and how I kicked the footy. It was a, a bit of a process, but we got there in the end and then ended up um, doing the coach league with the Sunnies girls, which was amazing, such a good squad, and then got picked for Queensland, which was unreal. Um, you know, didn't think that that was going to be a possibility, but uh, I guess it happened, so that was very cool. And then got the opportunity to be a, a train on with the Suns, which, oh, yeah, nice. that was, yeah, it was an unreal experience just to mix in with those girls and experience the, mm. the calibre of players that they are and, I guess, learn learn off them and the craft that they have. Obviously, coming from an already high-level like high level environment, I sort of already understand mm. what it takes to, to be at the level that they are. But, yeah, it was unreal to see how they, they go about their day-to-day -day and, um how they are as players so um for me personally i think i'm a bit of a i'm a definitely a hard-working midfielder um i love the love the footy in my hands and love what i can do with it when i have it but i also know that if i don't have the footy i can impact off the ball whether that's through tackle count or or extra efforts or whatnot so yeah i would say i'm a pretty pretty physical midfielder um which is crazy coming from a non-contact sport apparently um but yeah. yeah, yeah. So we'll backtrack to the start. So the soccer and the scholarship, how hard was it for it to, to essentially turn that down to move to footy? When at that stage you said it was just a kind of play of mates at that point. Yeah, it was a big call, a really big call. Like 12 months ago, I wouldn't even know how the AFL worked or that it existed, to be, to be honest. So to even be, you know, talking about a draft or, or playing in the AFLW team is pretty insane. Um, mm. It was definitely, it was a big decision and definitely wasn't one that we took lightly. Originally, mm. I pushed back going to America till August because I was supposed to go in January. And then yeah. August came around and I sat down with dad and family and said, look, like I'm really enjoying AFL right now. Um, mm. It sort of got to a point where I was doing both sports. So I was training basically twice a day, every day. Um, and it got to a point where I was just knackered. So I just said to dad, yeah. like, I can't keep giving 100% to both sports because I'll burn out and only get 50% of the result. Um, so everyone expected me to, to give AFL a rest and, 
and go back to soccer. But I think I shocked a few people and I changed it up a little bit. But yeah, look, I can say, you know, hand over heart, I don't regret it. It's been an unreal experience and I've met some great people and, and made some long lasting friends. And um, I'm really excited about the draft and, and hopefully mm. I get on a list and continue to, to grow as a player. That's good. So you mentioned too about making that transition. So you're obviously playing footy with mates. How did that opportunity to the Suns fully come about? And then how did you react to it? Um, it was a bit of a weird one. So as I said, I, I played a few school a few school games and I just fell in love with the grit of the game and obviously just, just loved playing with the girls and, and having a bit of a laugh. Um, but it sort of it got to the point where we were probably probably just at the start of our soccer season. So obviously training during the week and, and playing over the weekend. Um, yeah. And eight or games for the school fell on a Friday arvo. So Dad would always say to me, like, you're not playing for cattle stations. Like, don't go too crazy. You've got a, got a game on the weekend. But it got to mm. the point where I was more or less looking forward to, to Friday afternoon games more than the weekend. Yeah. Um, and that's when I kind of, like, was like, oh, maybe that's not how I'm meant to feel about that. Um, so I ended up randomly sending an email to the Suns because one of my friends told me about the academy. And I was like, oh, I'll send an email. If they reply, they reply. If they don't, not too fussed about it. And lo and behold, Sam replied, which was pretty unreal. Um, didn't really know how to react. I kind of was like not <laughs> expecting it. So I was like, mm. oh, what, have I, what have I gotten myself into? Um, mm. But yeah, I ended up going down and doing a few a few sessions with Sam, which was, which was really good. And um, my kicking was ugly. My hand-eye coordination was probably a little bit average. Um, but yeah, they ended up, I guess, taking the risk on me and, and allowing me into their academy, which is very cool. They were really supportive about me being a, a dual sports person and doing both, um, which was, yeah, really appreciated for me and my family during that, that period. And yeah, one thing led to another and I, I kept improving and my footy knowledge um, grew and grew and yeah, from there, That's I love it. That's good. So obviously being now in the Gold Coast Suns Academy, which is obviously a great thing, I'm sure you've been learning off some of the current and you're training on with the girls as well. So how's that experience too, first off, training with the AFL because as a train-on player and then getting the contact to, you know, get their knowledge as well for the current players that are there? Yeah, it's it's unreal. They've got such a good list there, hey. Like the girls are mm -hmm. so talented but in their own ways. So you've got like the likes of Charlie Rowbottom who's just an absolute mm -hmm. gun. She's a great yes. person as well. She's been unreal to learn off. Um, you've got Claudia Whitford, who's an absolute powerhouse out of the midfield. Um, sometimes yeah. it was like a little bit of a pinch me moment when you walked into the change rooms, knowing that you're mm -hmm. going to go out and train with them. Um, but, yeah, just even even learning off them like leadership, like Tara Bahana has been a great captain for them this year. And I've always sort of prided myself on my leadership through my, I guess, so far sports career. Um, so just learning... Um, how they go about their day-to-day, -day, how they lift each other up, how they go about their craft. It was unreal, and I think that it, it'll pay pay off in dividends, hopefully, in the future. Who are some players of the Gold Coast Suns in particular that you that they that have helped you a lot and someone that you've tried to model your game off even as well? Yeah, yeah. So I definitely – I think I tried to be really open-minded about it, and I don't want to be a player that's specifically good at, at one thing. I want to be pretty, pretty well-rounded. So um, – yeah. Yeah, just taking little little bits and pieces off off everyone. I think um, Ali Drennan was really good for me. She sort of took me under her wing and and tried to make me a little bit less serious about what I was doing and to have a little bit of fun with it, which was good. 
Um, yeah, but just just watching how each player goes about what they do. Um, I know for me, I want to be really, really strong at a contest and be a great ball winner um, and be able to really exploit our stoppages. So taking little bits and pieces out of their plays in the midfield and, and seeing how they attack their gym after training and, and go about to be great players, it's, yeah, pretty cool. That's good. How's the talking with clubs part been like with the interest and everything? How, how do you feel meeting clubs and has it been pretty nerve-wracking to do so? Yeah, it's definitely been nerve-wracking, but I think I'm pretty fortunate in the fact that I've sort of been there and done that in soccer. Um, I must yeah. say I was probably a little bit more nervous about meeting AFL clubs and soccer clubs, just being a little bit, you know, thrown into the deep end. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so far it's been good. Uh, just, yeah, slowly w- working towards December. We'll see what happens. Have you nominated for the state draft or the open draft in the national one? I ended up uh, nominating for the national draft just to, to yeah. get the best opportunities and see what comes yeah. about. Sure. So what's your thoughts on your season so far? Obviously you said you joined at a different stage in the academy, but how's, and you said playing in the coach league. So how was that time for you playing in that coach league to match up against the best of the best and, yeah, perform against those people? Yeah, it's it's quite cool to see where the sport's at, to be honest. Like playing against, playing the SA game was probably a real highlight for me. Um, definitely not the result we wanted. We had a really strong Queensland team this year who probably, probably deserved to go a little bit better. But, yeah, to mix in with those girls who, like, are really, really strong athletes and, and uh, really good at what they do. I think it was it was an unreal experience, and I think a bit of an eye opener as well. I think around that time I was still doing both sports, so that's when I kind of sat down and I knew yeah. that I definitely had a good shot, but I had to go all in. So um, that sort of enabled me to to make the call to put all my eggs in one basket and really go for it. Is there any particular matchup or play you've had to match up on that you find has probably been your toughest opponent so far? Yeah, um, for the Coats League, actually for the Queensland, I'd have to say lining up against Sinead Goody in the midfield was, yeah, that was a bit of a challenge, but I loved every second of it. Playing on her was great. I think that I got a few up on her. She got a few up on me. Um, Yeah, just what she can do with the ball in her hands. I think she's a really talented player and, um, yeah, it was really good to watch and really good to go back and watch film and, and learn how I what I need to do to get better and keep growing as a player. That was really good. Well, it's probably, as I said, good to match up on someone like a star player like she is and obviously now getting picked up by the power pre-listed for the draft and get that experience now so then when you, if you get to that level that you've already kind of matched up on star players already so it gives you that um, experience, I suppose, against them already. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Any nicknames you get given at the club that you like or don't like? Um, they started calling me Chucky at the start, but that's actually Charlie Rowbottom's nickname. So that had to go and somehow they reverted to Woody. Um, don't know how good that's going to stick, but we'll see. Um, <laughs> at soccer, I tended to get Char or Chazza, anything really. Pretty, pretty stocked in it for the soccer one. Um, any coaches pet at the Gold Coast Academy? Pardon me? Any, um, coaches pet at the Queensland team or the Gold Coast Academy? A coach's pet. Um, that's a good one. I wouldn't say any coach's pets. Um, yeah. We all tended to have a pretty good laugh. It was a good group. So we were serious when we needed to be serious. But, you know, the coaching staff and the players were all able to, to take a good joke. So couldn't really call out anyone in particular. So you mentioned earlier that you didn't really know much about footy and didn't have a team. Do you 
Do you have a soft spot now for the Suns being a train on play and being a part of their academy? I definitely do. Um, the whole family supports the Sunnies now. They try to watch every game. Um, yeah. They've got a few a few scarves and a few hats, so starting to look more like an AFL family, which is good. But, yeah, the Suns have been unreal. It's been, been great to mix in and, and very grateful for the opportunities that they've given me, sort of, I guess, taking the risk on a rookie. Um, yeah, it's been absolutely unreal. And, yeah, the family are all big fans now. What's the best individual game of AFL or AFL or footy that you've um, been a part of so far that you feel that's probably given you your best chance to be potentially picked up in December? Um, I'd definitely say the SA game for Queensland, I think, was maybe one of my breakout games. I think everything, yeah. everything sort of just, just clicked. And I'm definitely a player who I tend to, to rise in high-pressure moments. And, yeah, I absolutely loved the atmosphere um, at that game, we were obviously a curtain raiser for the men. So, yeah, I love playing in front of a crowd and, and giving a good show. And, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Have any of the Gold Coast AFLW girls or any girls from another AFLW club given you any advice in this um, draft period and how to process this period in heading into the draft? Yeah, a few of them. They just, yeah, a few of them have just reminded me that you've done all you can for the year. You know, don't freak out about the uncontrollables. Like, it's just more of a waiting game now. So, Keep your head up, whatever whatever happens, happens. And, yeah, we'll just have to wait and see. Have you ever kicked a goal so far in the Academy Games or for the Queensland team so far? And if you have, what's the best goal you've kicked out of all of them? I managed to kick a few. Um, the best one I kicked was probably – I managed to kick one in the SA game, which was a lot of fun. The girls definitely were, were up and about, but a highlight yeah. would have to be um, – probably in one of the Suns games uh, just because, you know, playing with those girls, it was a great mix. And I remember kicking one goal and Ella Kalija running at me, jumping on me, and it was the fourth quarter. So I was knackered and my legs just gave way. So yeah, laugh, but yeah, probably, probably one of those games would be the highlight. That's good. So who would you say is the best player in the AFLW right now? Because obviously, and for this year alone to win the medal at the end of the year, because obviously it's really tight. You know, you got Charlie Rowe bottom, but you've also got Chaz Garner, uh, Ash Riddell, Ebony Marinoff. There's so many names you can put up there. Laura Gardner, there's so many names. But who would you feel has been the best player this year and will win the medal at the end? Who do you think overall is the best player in the comp? Um, I think, I genuinely think, probably going to be a little bit biased, um, <laughs> but I think that Charlie Rowbottom's had a cracker of a year. Unfortunate that she couldn't play finals, but she's just yeah. been a great, great player for the Suns and she's a great person too. So I think that she's... She's very deserving, but I think another one that probably goes a little bit under the, the radar would have to be um, Claudia Whitford and, and Lucy Single. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Obviously, Lucy's a good tagger as well, and probably the best tagger in the comp as well. Claudia is obviously a decent midfielder for the Suns as well. That actually was going to be a question I was going to ask, but more so about your teammates in the academy. But who's a teammate at the academy or the Queensland side that's a bit underrated as well that doesn't get talked about as much that you feel should get a bit more attention? Unrated. I'd have to say Josie McCabe. Definitely, definitely one that's probably doesn't get as much as much chat as she she could. Um, she was a great captain for us, a great leader, and um, just really solid in the midfield. Did her job really well, and and probably didn't get as much recognition as she deserves. So, who loves the limelight, the attention, and the camera? At the academy or the Queensland side, and just can't get enough of it, and just knows that over celebrate a goal or something like that when they know the camera's around. Oh, I think you can't go past Ava Russia for that one. She's a great character, Ava, and, and loves a good goal and loves a good selly. 
She's just a yeah. highlight reel, isn't she? Yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's good. If you could poach any player or players from from another club to join the Gold Coast AFLW side, who would you pick and why? Um, I would poach Zali Goldsworthy from the GWS Giants for the Sunnies. I think she's had a cracker of a year. Yep. Yeah. She's been very, very strong. And this kind of relates to this question as well, and this may be your answer now that you said that. Who do you feel is the rising star tip for this year? Obviously, you've got Zali Goldsworthy, Ella Roberts, Jazz Fleming, um, Ali Morford as well. Who, who would you have in that contention? I'd have to give it to Zali, I think. It's a good group of girls. I think they've all had an exceptional yeah. year. Um, obviously, it's been my first year of watching and supporting AFL. But, yeah, for mm. me, Zali, she's been an absolute cracker this year for the Giants. What's something someone does at the club that you just cannot stand? Anything that just annoys you? That someone does like leaving rubbish around, tries scaring people all the time, anything in particular? Anything that annoys me. Um, there is a little game the girls like to play. So we'll be finishing up a, a meeting out on the field after training or whatnot. And a few of the girls will be holding a ball and then come over and slap it out of your hands and say, oh. say ball security. That one, yeah, that one's a bit of fun. Sometimes it's a little bit annoying, but it's a good laugh. <laughs> So I've got a few quick fire questions. I appreciate you coming on. Um, premiership, I uh, know, yeah, interstate uh, premiership tip for this year in the AFW. Um, premiership tip. I'm going to have to give it to the Crows. Hey, I think that I think that they'll get up at the end of the year. We'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, it'll be a close one this week with them at North Melbourne as well. Um, yeah. Now, this is a really good one. Mark? Or goal of the year, we'll finish with that one. Mark or goal of the year? I'd probably go goal. I love a good goal and sometimes need to remember to celebrate after the goal. But, yeah, that for me would be the go. That's my answer too. Everyone loves a goal, and especially if you play at forward or even if you don't play as a forward and you rarely get an opportunity to score a goal, it's nice. And then, again, we talk about knowing where the camera is and if you rarely can go, or even if you do, it's always something really nice to do. And marketing is good too, but goals for me at least – and same with you as well, that are, that are much better. So, Charlie, we appreciate you coming on and all the best in the draft and hopefully your dreams get realised in under a month's time. I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, easy. Thanks for having me.